Welcome to Game Dev's Quest, your favorite intermittent game dev podcast, following three game developers on their way from game dev schlubs all the way to Notch, living in a $50 million house with a place to buy candy in the house. But we won't later turn into toxic assholes. And my name is John Dotson, and I'm joined by... What's up? This is Taylor. And your best bro, Rhett. Hey, best bro. Yeah, we living up that best bro dream over here at GDQ. What, what? You guys, we promised you last time or one of the times before we are going to have our bro JD back after the release of his epic game, Tale of the White Wyvern. And boy, howdy, here he is. Look at us following through on promises, making good. That's just what best bros do. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. And I joined the Discord, and there seemed to be a huge outpouring for people that didn't want me to come, so it felt like the right thing to do. So. <laughs> and and yeah, I guess maybe it was I should say man. a pouring of outpouring of no one that cared. So I think that was probably <laughs> more accurate. But it's really nice to be here. Um, it's a fun Discord. I, I joined, and I was like, hey, everybody, I'm 8,000 years old. I've never been in Discord before. <laughs> so it was really awesome. Uh, yeah, I loved your comment about know. how good Discord is. <laughs> I did discover, like, my new favorite YouTube video out of that from Ote. Uh, he had that, like, rug rat. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's <laughs> yeah. really funny. He's, he actually made that? Too? Yeah, Which, that's his voice. At yeah, least. That's, his, that's his voice. He was he was talking to me one time about that, and he showed me that, and it's just him being like, "Okay, now we'll ride." Now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, I I watched that like five times. It's so hypnotic. It's yeah. very good. It's very funny. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because when I went in the chat, he's like, "Oh." You know, it, it's that I, I I've seen that meme before, but when he used it, I was like, I, I don't I, I don't know how to respond to this <laughs> because he was when I came into chat, he's like, I think we design like uh, a text based you know Rugrats game or whatever, and I'm like, I think you should make that game because I'm like, I think this is a meme, but I'm not sure. What do I say? Uh, uh, <laughs> and the people are like, Oh, he's not serious. That's a joke. And I'm like, Okay. Because <laughs> so I've seen that be before. People are talking about Rugrats and that kind of thing. But it was fun. Thanks, Ote. That was a great video. And by the way, you should make that game. You should make it. I, I'm, I'm, I I'm hope so. very serious. You should do it. He He's halfway there in the modern game dev world with a trailer yeah. ahead yeah. of any yeah. actual productivity. So, uh, right. Although I... I say that, but he probably does have like half a game done on this already. So, well, you should. And and the thing about that too is like your video got way more comments than we. I did like a let's play of Tale of the White Wyvern. I got like one comment from a friend being like, "Yay, you!" or something. And <laughs> his got like more. So I don't know, man. It could be way more popular. You should you just do gotta it. tap into the memes, man. I know. I know. Yeah. Got to get that meme energy rolling. I know. Yeah. I know. I do. So cool. tell us about it, John. How was launch? Okay, so um, we launched the game, which I think was, was really, really cool to do. 
I learned a few things about a game launch. Okay, so it sounds like a cool idea to launch a, a video game on your birthday. It's not. <laughs> it's like the worst idea. It's like a good idea if you don't know what the fuck happens on someone's birthday, right? So, like, sometimes yeah. a little bit more of a dreamer than, like, realistic. So, what happened was... Um, what I thought would happen is like it would be a light thing like because we're ready like we're ready like we had the game ready in advance we had a lot of stuff I figured oh you know this is going to be pretty easy we'll just dump it out the people are going to play going to get a lot of high fives you know score and then you know I have you know I go out to eat with my family we hang out today I have like the majority of the day to spend with them obviously right I do this this is my job I got it right what actually really happened was the game was wildly more popular than I thought. There were quite a few issues. We ran into SSL problems the day of. We ran into a few other issues that I have no problems talking about um, and that kind of thing. And then just edge cases that I didn't consider. People loved it. I was getting messaged all day long by people like, this is great and I'd like to see this. And it was just so much like I could not focus on hanging out with my wife and kid to the point of like they were champs but I was like I want to hug you guys <laughs> you know <laughs> on my birthday and I couldn't so it was it was way more stressful than it should have been do not do that to yourself <laughs> um, block out some time if you're going to do an online thing or you got a game launch and you're expecting that people are going to like it block out some time you know, and and do the thing. Don't don't try to be like, and I'm gonna do breakfast, and then I'm gonna get my nails done, and then I'm, no, 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 no. Do the game launch thing. <laughs> so, do you know uh, how many players you got that first day? So uh, we got. I'm gonna say this about how many players we got because I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. We Travis and I haven't talked about it, if you want to talk about numbers yet. But what we, but I was surprised by how many people we got. Like, I didn't think we could pull in that many people, right? And the game's been more popular than I considered it was going to be. Like, what I originally thought was, oh, I'm going to get like eight people that are going to play this on the first day. And we got way more than that. So I am, I am really, really happy with what we did. I wanted the game to be a smaller launch and it was much larger than that. And the game's gone on to be way more popular than I thought it would be. People are playing it more than I thought it would be. Um, and I kind of am happy that like we, we stopped getting, like we've never had anything on cheerful ghost that netted us this many new users and that come back to the site as much and that play the thing as much. Like if you want to take a site that's meh popular and blow it up, make a game, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Like make something that they like, cause they have to log in through cheerful ghost to use it. Right. And so that's a thing like, um, but I'm going to say like, and I can talk more about what we want to do to even make the game larger and that kind of thing and what our plans are for that. But I'm actually glad that it wasn't more popular because we couldn't have handled that anyways, right? Um, yeah. Not that we couldn't have scaled, but just I can't handle thousands of people telling me what they want in bug reports yet. Um, I can handle what we got. And it, that even was pretty stressful, I'll be honest yeah. with you. So I am really happy with what we did, and we did way better than I thought we would do. some point, we'll talk about numbers, but I, I don't know yeah. if we want to talk about that yet. That's cool. Do you know, um, like where most of the traffic came from like yeah because uh, I, I saw you tweeting a lot which was good but i wondered if you what other avenues besides like our discord and stuff you you took to advertise it and stuff right so okay so on launch day it was mostly cheerful ghost 
and people that had heard me hyping up the game. So I don't know. So and I recognize a lot of the people. Right. So the, so I think like the first day it was, oh, yeah, people I knew. Right. It was people I'd recognize. So it's quite a bit of them. I was like, wow, these, I didn't know we were going to get this many people. But mostly people I knew and then some people I didn't know, you know, created accounts and that kind of thing. And then over the next couple of days when I joined your Discord, I saw, you know, people creating accounts, you know, with the names that they use in their Discord. So I'm like, oh, cool. They're from, you know, Game Devs Quest. That's really awesome to see them in uh, the game. And then we had someone talk about us on Shack News somewhere. And then we started getting a bunch of accounts created through that. And I'm like, whoa, stop, 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 stop. I like we are just like we're still working on bugs. We're still working on some quality of life stuff. It's in beta. I do not want the game to get large. Like you can't turn it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm glad that that was just like someone posting in a Shack News forum and we get a few BBS game fans. But for a while, we're getting people like, I don't know where they're coming from. And then we're like, oh, yeah, it's from this Shack News um, like forum or whatever. So I'm kind of glad that's died down quite a bit. Um, because again, we're sort of working on what we want for 1.0. And I just don't think the game's to the point now where I want it to get much bigger at this point. Like we want it to get bigger, but not right now. I don't think it's sustainable yet for that. I can talk about why, but I just, uh, I was really happy that it stopped. Like we're not getting a whole bunch of new players right now, which is good. So, yeah, I imagine that's pretty, uh, pretty stressful and crazy having like lots of bug reports coming in or people giving you feedback and stuff all like in the same day well Uh, yeah i mean it's like new okay so i've had a job before where i'm a developer and i put out a feature and i have to fix it and that kind of thing but i've but like and i've done cheerful ghost for a while but this is more popular than cheerful ghost by a lot right so I don't, I've never had so many people I know and then random people be like, this is cool. I want to see X, Y, and Z, like at the f- a level of feedback that I'm getting, right? So like when anything, okay, so I'll just tell you about this really weird thing that happened the other day. Okay, so I'm using, we're on Heroku, right? It's a place that you can host, you know, Rails apps and that and different kinds of apps and stuff like yeah. that, right? So I'm using the free database tier because I don't want to pay because we're not making jack shit in terms of money, right? I don't want to pay yet, right? And we'll talk about money and how we're, we have a plan to make money. So I'm using the free database plan. Well, one of the things about that is they can do maintenance on your database whenever the hell they want, right? Because you're not paying for <laughs> yeah. an SLA, right? Well, okay. You guys also know that like you, th- we have a particular time in the day where the new day turns over, right? It's at noon, right? So noon Pacific time, the new turns come over so we get a ton of traffic at like 12 1205 and then the new days turn over at midnight where some really people that are up late will play you know pacific time and so they upgraded our database at 11 45 a.m without telling us and the site goes down so everyone with no warning they're like we're gonna take your site down and upgrade i'm like mother fuck and so the site goes down so everyone who's trying to play the game before the game turns my friends are texting me and i'm getting a lot of texts and i'm getting message like tweets and stuff and i'm like i can't control this i'm sorry guys like this is just the hosting thing and then and then i have to like and then they do it again right at afternoon right after the site's back up and i had to manually trigger the new day because it you know was airing for that time and then my friends are like okay like what are you gonna you're gonna fix this and i had to like comp some people a new day cycle or whatever so i'm not used to having every all my friends and these people I don't know telling me that something's like, hey, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it usually funnels through customer support. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Or whatever. It's <laughs> just me and Travis. So 
Um, I'm glad people love the game. I'm glad that they it's part of their day and all that kind of thing. But it's a new kind of um, thing I'm getting that we're both getting used to. Like Travis is having conversations with people at work and they're talking to him about this game like they're talking about Fallout, you know, and how much they had fun killing people and how they tried to duck this person in the end and the stories they're having in the game. And my <laughs> friends, every time they hit a new level where they're fighting people in the forest and they're finding a new joke that I buried in there, I'm like, haha, that's really funny. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like, th- it's all new to me. And it it's just, it's really different. It's weird, man. You work on something and people, it's like resonating with them and you're like, Wow, <laughs> that's, that's really cool because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say about that, but it's all new and I'm still getting used to it. And so if there were like thousands of people with this, I would be, I don't know, I would I would be really stressed right now. And I was pretty stressed at launch. I'm, I'm getting used to this. So that's why I like want it to be a sustainable growth path, not a hockey stick to a million. Like I would die. I would be dead yeah. right now. You're going to have to start hiring people soon. <laughs> Well, got to make money for that. We got some ideas on that, but uh, we yeah. we we want to make two more DOS-based BBS games that are multiplayer um, as well. This is only the first game we're going to do, so we're going to do more. So we have to make them sustainable. We have to make it so that we can support them, you know, in terms of money and that people want to play them and that kind of thing. So this is just phase one of that, but. Yeah, I guess TLDR, really happy with the launch. Um, I'm glad that it's not bigger than it is. Um, we have thoughts to how to get to that point, but it's been it's been good. I learned a lot. That's awesome. Sweet. <laughs> that is a pretty good launch story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. It was uh, it was a it was the, probably the last the least restful birthday I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, like it. I thought that uh, launching on your birthday was a genius idea. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm glad that you <laughs> are honest that it wasn't. Well, <laughs> no, it was. I mean, ve- it's a very bad idea. If nothing else, though, you'll probably remember that birthday for a long time. No, it was so memorable. It really was. I just. I just like enjoying times with my family. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, maybe if I, maybe if like, cause like Travis was working on the user interface and I had to do all the server and backend and all that kind of stuff. So like if, if it was a little bit where he was, you know, half working on, you know, the server and that kind of thing, maybe it would work. Um, it could also be at work on my birthday where I just didn't see anyone. Cause that's just how it turned out to be the case, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess there could be a kind of game that you launch, on your birthday that you don't listen to feedback and immediately address it. <laughs> yeah. True. But like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, this is an online game, so it's a little different, but I imagine it's the same for people releasing their game on iOS or Steam. I knew it was the same for when we released Starship Rubicon, except I didn't have to deal with fixing anything. I just had to deal with, oh, wow, we're sold games. I just had to deal with the, the marketing because I was just working on the publishing aspect of it. Um, but Wick was, you know, working on the, you know, fixing bugs and listening to people and that kind of thing. So I imagine for him, it was, you know, a bit different, probably a little bit closer to what I had to do. Yeah. And, and by the way, before we forget, we want to prep y'all. We have something for you at the end of the show that oh yeah we want to, we want to give you something that you can carry with you in the game. So hang tight. 
get to the end of the episode, you'll have something cool and and tail the white wyvern. Yeah, get some uh, get some game dev quest swag and tail the white wyvern. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's been really Join that swag wagon, son. <laughs> <laughs> they should. It's uh it's totally free to you as well. So, um so since the game launched, what we've been focusing on primarily has been uh just weird edge case bugs that you don't that you don't see. Like uh, I'll I'll talk about a couple. So, one of the things that actually well before some bugs, I'll talk about things I didn't expect. One of the things I did not expect because I've played the game PVE in testing and I'm not a particularly person that likes you know fighting other people in games i just don't do that right i play a game i just don't like an rpg i just don't you know pvp is not a thing i think about but i we added it to the game and at launch um the game was a murder fest like people (laughs) were just slaughtering people all the time like i built in a cap you can only attack two people per day right two player fights just murder 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 i did not know it was going to be so popular i mean it makes sense too because if you kill someone in game you get 50 percent of their experience to help incentivize you to do it and if you die you lose 10 percent of your experience and the gold you had on hand so there's a pretty big swing there actually um and you know there are people in the game because we have leaderboards um for that and you've got to slay other players and you look at pvp leaderboards we got people that are topped out there that have like 18 20 kills in the game or something like Damn. that. so that's something i didn't see and we actually had to balance that because originally i had it so that you you'd attack anyone at your level or higher but then you can attack a person who's one level below you well we changed it so that you can only attack people your level and higher and not one level below you because if the game as the game's balanced, pretty much no one would ever win if you attack them one level below. And if you looked at what people were doing, they were attacking the like the play the the person who had the most experience that was a level below them first, <laughs> prey on the weak first, and then they would go to people that they were on level. Um which you'd basically always kill someone. So we figured like, no, you need to make that choice a little bit. So of, am I going to take on someone who's at my level? They could have different armor. They could have worse weapons and armor than you. They have worse stats than you if they sunk their gems into stats in in a way that was, you know, maybe not as well as the way that you did it. So that, so we thought that was better. And so far that's really good. We, we, we felt that that it sort of stopped people from killing a little bit. Um, that change, but what's actually stopped is now that we're in the higher levels, the losing 10% of your XP experience when you're up to a million is a really big deal. Um, oh, so yeah. people aren't fighting others at higher levels because it's too much of a gamble because it, at your daily grind, you, you would basically, if you lost, you'd have to play another in-game day to make up for it. So... Um, that sort of took care of itself in higher levels. So I think that the game's going to be where people do a lot of PvP at lower levels and then do less at higher levels because it's too much of a risk. Um, at least that's what people are doing now. So we're, we're, we're keeping tabs on it. We want to keep PvP in the game. But that's something that really surprised me, that firstly, people want to do PvP at all, and that the game basically came in murder simulator um, at launch. <laughs> it was it was wild. I was, yeah, my, It was so swingy. My first day, I got killed. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah. I did, like, because I, I played, like, in the morning or something, and I went in the evening, and it was like, you're dead. You have to wait. I was like, god damn it. I want to I play. <laughs> well, people were dying. Like, people were killing you right away. So, originally, I had it so that you only, so you have to have walked away from the game for a little while before you're considered away, and then you can be attacked, right? 
Mm-hmm. At first, that was like 15 minutes. So literally, guys were logging into the game, refreshing to see once you AFK'd for 15 minutes, and they were murdering you right away. I was like, oh okay, guys, awesome. <laughs> love the love that you're into the game. Now I'm going to make that a little longer. Yeah. So you're not immediately killed. <laughs> They're like... You- spawn camping that's exactly what they were doing <laughs> so we made that longer because it was like someone would come and check out the game wouldn't play their daily turns and be like oh finish later dead <laughs> it's like whoa <laughs> people were killing you even if you had one experience just to get the pvp kill just to get that extra kill on there i'm like whoa wow. that was so that was pretty fun but that's funny yeah yeah <laughs> my mom is playing the game i'm not gonna say who and she murders a lot of she just kills all the time she loves it too she's just like murder 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 um she's having a good time so i don't know that's my mom's amazing. into killing she she likes the game she just plays it on her ipad taps the screen she's like hey you know this is really fun i i, I can't i like I, I can only play it for so much during the day i can't keep going she loves that and she loves killing people so sweet <laughs> <laughs> glad she has fun uh that's so. like the best thing i've ever heard <laughs> what what just that your mom plays it and she loves killing people <laughs> she does she thought it was great so she killed someone right away i don't know how people are drawn to it maybe they're drawn to the sleigh people i don't know but yeah. day one she's done and she's like what else can i do oh kill people let's do that so. putting the laughter in slaughter <laughs> it's true it's true yeah. So you were going to talk about some some other things you learned and some bugs. Yeah. So there was this really weird bug where okay, uh, and I fixed this one so I can talk about it. All right. So okay. So we talked about how you have to be away from the game for a certain amount of time before people can attack you. So imagine this scenario, right? You are this because this exactly happened someone finished their daily turns and they were done so someone uh it was like at noon so someone was attacking them at 1205 let's say right someone attacked them at 1205 they logged in at 1205 and a half right so they began the pvp fight and then the other player logged in right who they're fighting right so player a is attacking player b player b then logs in well the the fight's still happening right (laughs) right so and then player a kills b and then b immediately dies in the game when they're in the end right they just died because (laughs) i killed them because they died but that sucks you just logged in you're taking your new day like and then you die so how do you deal with that case right so maybe I'd ask you guys, how would you handle that? I know how we handled it, and it's I think it's actually pretty good. But yeah, it's mm. basically a race condition, essentially, right? Yeah. So you you know, player A I, starts fight with player B, then player B logs in immediately after that, and then player A kills player B. What do you do? How do you, like how, do you stop that well, case? What what's go? What, I what say thinking? I say you sort of like cash the results of that or something uh-huh. to happen a little bit after you know after they've been logged in for a little while so that like they still die but they at least get a little bit of time to play the game or something right 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 so um that's yeah yeah i mean we did something very similar to that so what happens is um we figured immediate death right then sucked because if you think about like we wanted the best outcome to happen for both users in a way right we wanted to be like you initiated this player fight 
you kill someone, you should get what's coming to you, right? And then the other player came t- came into the game at the wrong time, right? Yeah. Um, and so let's talk about like I'll tell you what happens. Like if if someone kills you when you're you're you're, you're and then you're dead until the new day happens, it triggers, and then you can you come back to life, right? So we felt if like we killed the person right then when they came back and experienced the new day. Hey guys, so sorry about that. We experienced an epic glitch of proportions hitherto unheard of and uh we accidentally all stopped recording so uh we were in the midst of talking about something john's gonna take us there hey yeah so we were talking about that error that we got where someone is um logging into the uh, someone's started a fight there um someone else logs in after the fight starts they experience a new day and then they would die so because you know the person that was fighting them killed them so we realized what we wanted to do was basically um make it so that um the player that fought the person would have the fight happen and they'd get everything they would get so if they had that player had any gold on hand that they would get or and they get 50 percent of the experience but the player who came and experienced the new day would continue to experience the new day so we send them a message and we basically say hey um someone fought you but since you're having a new day and you're online you're magically alive so we just send them a new message about that because we you know we felt like it was you know, a bummer to not continue on your new day, but then also we wanted to make it so that the player could um, uh, get the fight rewards, essentially. So um, it was a really weird edge case that I never considered. But like I said, um, we had uh, just, I wrote some tests and, uh, you know, it, it, and I tested it and it works out really well. So I imagine there's more stuff like that that I just didn't consider. So that's kind of why the game's still in beta, basically. Yeah. So, you know, to figure out, you know, how this stuff can work, you know, when you get way more people playing it. So, yeah. Isn't that crazy? You get like thousands of people or whatever, hundreds of people mm-hmm. doing yeah. something and then like mm-hmm. it exposes all these things you never would have thought of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there are some things that people talk about that we just couldn't address fast enough. So it's on the list. And now that the games progress, we don't think are a thing anymore. They're like, yeah, well, that's because right away, like the game again was a murder fest right away because everyone's starting at level one and then two and three and they're killing each other. And we're like, wow, this is intense. We need to make sure that if people start the game, they don't immediately die. But now that the, the majority of the players that are playing are at the higher levels. They're killing less often. So they're like, maybe there doesn't need to be a new player cooldown. Maybe it's just the natural rhythm of the game. Maybe the game's just more naturally murdery in PvP sense <laughs> when people are playing. So we're just, we're, we're not, I, I don't want to rush to do something that kills the fun and then kind of understand how the game cycles because it does, right? You go up to level 12 you get really powerful, you kill the wyvern, you start over at level one again. We just have to feel the game out before we make these huge sweeping changes. Also, we don't want to be overreactive, right? We don't want to kill something that's fun because someone else didn't have fun, but it needs to be fun for most people. So I think that's kind of where we're, you know, thinking about it, you know, in terms of how we, you know, gauge that kind of thing. Yeah, kind of get some feedback, but let it settle. And then... Agreed. Yeah, I think that's smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless there's like something blatantly broken or um, whatever it is, I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There, there are some things that we added that I added in the game that I thought, haha, this would be funny, and that just annoy people a lot. 
So <laughs> like I, I, I took those out recently. So what I thought would be super hilarious is in really high levels when you need to get a lot of golden experience, have a random chance to encounter a low level enemy that gives you bullshit. <laughs> People hate that. They're like, I don't know if this is a bug, but it sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I always thought it would be funny and a way to like, you know, make it a little harder to progress. And they're like, no shit. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. Well, so I took those out. There, one was a troll wizard. I was like, ha ha ha, get it, troll, ha ha. But it didn't give you any gold or experience. And it was too easy. And people were like, I need all the golden experience I can get. And I'm like, yeah. I really want the grind to be fun, not annoying. True. So I, 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 we took those out. I, I felt like when enough people started saying stuff like that, and I just took those out today, actually. So I just thought it was really fun when I was making the game and I'd see it. But, you know, when you're playing the game and you're like advancing the days quickly and stuff, it's, it, you're a different mindset than when you're investing it as a player, you know what right. I mean? Um, so yeah, I'm really glad people have sort of chimed in a, on a lot of that kind of thing, you know, so so you took out um, any of those kind of random chance encounters that will steal like gold and stuff? We took out a monster encounter that you could get at higher levels that would basically be super simple to you just trivial to kill one hit and would give you a like low amount of gold oh, experience. I, see what you mean. Gotcha. I, I added them in as a way to be like, well, maybe people might you know as like a check to see people not progressing too fast. No, 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 no. don't do that. Let people go as fast as they want with P if they want to do PVP and they want to level up faster. Cool. One of the downsides that they ran into though, that they did that if they're doing a lot of player killing is you're not leveled up in your weapons and armor properly. So then the game becomes harder. So then you have to slow down a bit. So then it becomes a choice. Do I want to get wrecked by mobs in the forest if I'm really good at PVP or do I want to actually get really good at um, PVE and then have the right kinds of weapons and armor, but then I'm taking a little bit longer. So I think that's actually a choice in the game that you can make. If you focus on PVP, you can get a lot of experience, but you might not survive in the forest as well because you're not leveled. You know, your weapons right. and armor isn't right. So I want to make those choices in the game. We're, we're designing a lot of new features now where it's like we're making, I keep telling Travis, like we need to think about it like you're making a rogue-like choice. Right. That the choice needs to be very deliberate. You're either um, you're either getting a benefit here, but it comes but it's like or you could sell it, but you need to make the trade off like the sale is you could sell this thing that you find, but the sale price is high. But then using it comes with a really cool benefit, but you could sell it for a lot of money and maybe you get your next level of weapons and armor uh, or you can use it to get a benefit. It, the choice is yours, but you can't. Yeah, and we're trying to make it so, like, for instance, I'll, I'll talk about this, but we're, we're talking about how mounts would work in the game right now, right? Because I want Tale of the White Wyvern to be a simple, like, game that evolves over time to have a lot of really fun mechanics in it, right? And so we're talking about mounts. By the way, there's no deadline date on mounts or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We're just figuring out the mechanics in the game. So one of the things that we talked about was, okay, well, you find a mount in the forest, right? Randomly. Okay, cool. You find a horse or whatever. Um, then you can stable it. It goes to the stable and you can make a choice at that point. And the choice in the stable is, do I sell it? And that's graduated depending on your experience on your level. So I could sell it for a lot and get my next weapon or I could mount, I could mount it. But if you mount it, you can't sell it. 
and eventually it's going to die. Okay, because we don't want it to be a permanent thing. We want it to be a temporary buff. It's going to last for a while, but it's not permanent, right? Mm-hmm. So um, at least that's the choice we have right now. We might make it so it lasts forever or something. I don't know, but like, uh, or it lasts a long time. So you have to make a choice. Do you take, do you, do you make a lot of gold or do you get this permanent, you get this sort of temporary buff for, you know, X amount of time, right? Uh, and it can buff you in a bunch of different ways, right? So that's like a very roguelike choice, right? Money or buff, right? And so we're making all the new features that we're adding into the game have this very explicit choice to how you want to play the game, right? Some buffs will be for PvP only. For instance, you can't use a mount when you're fighting someone else because we don't figure that feel like that's a fair advantage. Like you randomly get a horse. Let's just use an example, like 20% strength increase or whatever, and someone else doesn't have that, they're never going to win, right? So, uh, or that's an extreme disadvantage. So we're, we're trying to think like, okay, what's PvE only? What's PvP kind of thing? You know, consumables drinking this kind of thing like how are we going to add that into the game how does it add temporary enhancements and that kind of stuff but it's all going to be a trade-off right if you drink you can get a, a a temporary bonus to your strength right but you might if you drink too much you might come with a disadvantage to your defense right so right. i want people to understand these roguelike choices and be like no i want to hit really hard but i'm going to take a hit on my defense right so yeah we're going to build those systems in the game Cool. I like those ideas too about how you'll expand and include mm-hmm. new new mechanics. I was mm-hmm. wondering about the mount thing. That's a that's a cool idea. Yeah, we sort of made a joke um, for member. Like, if you're a Cheerful Ghost member, you get some really cool in-game, you know, cosmetics and stuff. So t- some titles, and then you get alternate skins for armor and weapons. And one of the things you got if you go to someone's profile page that's a member. Um, is you see that they have horse armor. Ha ha ha. You know, it's a joke about, you know, uh, it's a, it's a callback to the, um, oblivion horse armor thing. But, um, oh. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, cause, you know, some, we don't have mounts in the game. We don't even have horses, but you can buy horse armor or you can get horse armor if you're a member. I thought that was kind of funny, but we'll, um, yeah, we're going to include, um, mounts and we're trying to figure out how to do cosmetics for that. But yeah, I think we figured it out. But now I just got to figure out, you know, we Travis and I just met today and we figured out priorities for the next year of development, essentially. So we've got that Dang. pretty well mapped out. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to have a plan. So, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I tend to like start making a plan and mm-hmm. then, you know, two days later, I completely ditch it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's cool. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's the way you should do it in a way because we have all these features we want to add to the game, but we're only focusing on a couple right now because it could change, you know? Yeah. Um, but there are some things that, you know, I know we're going to need to add um, to the game. But yeah, I think it's totally cool. Like, we're way open to changing it. But one of the things we want to do is try to see if we can make money with the game, and that's not going to change. So, yeah. Do you have, can you talk about any of that? Any ideas you have? Yeah, so, okay, so, uh, Tale of the White Wyvern is a free-to-play text game. And one of the things that I that you can play with your friends, mini MMO kind of thing, and I did not figure this would be the case, but the majority of people play it on phones and tablets. Like, mm-hmm. I figured it would be desktop browser, type in the keys, the way I want to play this game. <laughs> and, 
And Travis was the same. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play this on my desktop. No, he plays it on his phone. <laughs> and I think it's, for me, it's 50-50. So, for me, it's like I wake up in the morning, I take, I'm waking up, I'm taking my turns on my phone. And then at noon, when I'm taking my lunch break, I'm playing on my desktop, right? My mom plays it on her tablet or her phone. Um, if you look at the numbers, it's the majority of people are on their phones. So, it's in that free-to-play phone thing, which I think makes sense for the kind of games that we're going to make, the text-based kind of thing. Well, one of the things that we can do right away is I think we can make the memberships a little bit more accessible to people for Cheerful Ghost. I think that, you know, we've got a really core audience of people that like the patron patron thing, and I think that we're going to continue that, and they can keep doing their memberships that way, but I want to make it a little bit more accessible for people. So supporting us and getting some cool in-game stuff is like you would buy an indie game, right? So I'm not sure what the price is going to be, but we're going to change our membership price to make it a lot more in line with what you pay for, a, for an indie game, right? So then let's say, you know, you really like the game, you want to get a cool title you want to get some alternate weapons and armor cosmetics and then you know we're going to add more cosmetics later and you want to support the game and you're like yeah you want to send us a thank you you can get a membership and you'll be able to buy it outright for the entire year at a new lower price so that's the first nice. thing that we're going to do because i think that's more accessible you can just use paypal to do that you can do it from the game and it'll just happen right there because i think like for me i realized that we were tying all of our memberships to patron subscriptions but i realized that i don't would never do that Right. Not that I wouldn't support someone or buy something from someone, but I don't do subs. I don't do a lot of subscriptions. Right. Right. And I think a lot of people have a problem with subscriptions. And I think patron is a patron. Patron is amazing. But I think people like want to tip you more or maybe they just want to buy a thing from you. You know what I mean? So I want to make the idea of a cheerful ghost membership more like, well, you just, you know, got tail the white wyvern essentially i want to make it just like that you know what i mean low cost one time buying it that kind of thing i don't want it to be a sub well or but we can have a sub there if you want that too that's an option but i think that's one thing we're going to do um and we're adding whenever so we're adding more features that we're allowing people to customize one thing we realized at launch was people do that are members they like buying the alternate weapons and armor skins again they're just different skins so you can have a different kind of weapon that shows up in the game same power level and everything they like having the special supporter um in-game um titles to customize with we're going to add some other features um for members as well but when we add new features and things like that for instance we're going to add mounts we'll have alternate mounts that you can get that are the same power level but you can instead of getting like the brown paint horse you could get a chocobo or a dragon <laughs> or something like that right um and then as we keep adding features we're going to add houses to the game we're going to add guilds we're going to add guild houses guild halls um you know uh, people that support the game will get different kinds of cosmetics for your houses. You'll get different, like instead of building a in keep, like a guild keep, you can build a guild castle. Right? It's uh, it's um, the same power level, but it will just be a different kind of thing. You can put furniture in your house, and I'm serious. It'll just be a, a, a <laughs> thing that says you have a chair in your house. Because again, I want to give people the yeah. ability to support us if they want. Right? If you want to buy a three dollar cosmetic items pack from tale of the white wyvern that's a bunch of text you can because if you want to support us in that way i want to be able to um uh, have people do that because i hate pay to win stuff but then yeah i don't but then i also want this to be a game that's always available for people to play 
So it's going to be online and, you know, it comes with some kind of cost or whatnot. But again, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. I mean, it's not going to be, we're not going to make people do it. It's not going to be a pay to win kind of thing. There's no going to be no loot boxes in the game, nothing like that. It'll just be customizations and cosmetics if you really want to go down that road. Um, and then I think later, later, um, we'll start integrating Tell the White Wyvern on sites like Congregate and Facebook. So that people where, where they have communities of people that play these kinds of games more to get a larger audience. Um, and then we'll sell the cosmetics and that kind of thing on Facebook and that. And then we'll eventually we'll make an app for Tale of the White Wyvern. Um, that'll, you know, you can buy the app and then um, and then you can and that kind of thing. And then eventually we'll go to Steam free to play. So um, where people can buy the cosmetic packs and memberships through Steam if they want. So yeah, that's eventually the plan. That's that's a little bit longer out there, but we're gonna try to figure out how to make a little bit of money from this. It's starting out as a little MMO. Eventually, it's gonna get uh, much larger. Also, memberships. Eventually, you'll, you'll be able to set up your own Tale of the White Wyvern servers for your friends, customize those in whatever way you want, um, and that kind of thing. We think that's gonna be a really killer feature for people that really want, that really love the game and want to play it with their friends and want to have their own customized experience for them. Yeah. So that'll be a, like a service that they can have too. So we're, we're just trying to think about that. Maybe you'll have it so that you don't want to buy a membership, but you just buy the ability to have your own Tale of the White Wyvern server for a year. Maybe you just buy in at five bucks a year or something like that for that. So we're going to think about different pricing for what people want, you know, but we'll, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want people to think that we're like shaking them down for money. You never have to do this stuff, but just trying to figure out how to do it in that way. Yeah. I really like the idea of having your own like castle or whatever. Like you can have like a, a room full of your past weapons or something that you can like hang up on the wall and yep. go back and look at everything or something. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds we've got really lots neat. of, I- yeah, we've got a lot of ideas like that. Like you can sell your weapon or you can hang it and that kind of thing. So I think, um, it, yeah, yeah. I, I like those ideas too very much. And there are a lot of other in-game mechanics I want to keep secret, but, um, th- those are definitely some things that I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about the game being done, done. So, right. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Well, you and Rhett were talking about some interesting stuff before, uh, before we started rolling. You guys want to talk about any of that or do you want to keep that to yourselves? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was sort of wondering about that, too. I was like, has the time passed? But uh, if there's one thing that our listeners have come to expect from uh, from me is that I'm willing to shoehorn anything, anywhere, anytime. Uh, so, without any uh, great segue, one thing that uh, me and John briefly talked about uh, before we started rolling... Um, was when you create your character, uh, and of course I closed the damn game. I had it open uh, a little bit ago, but uh, when you the create white your character, wyvern.com. yeah, <laughs> the white wyvern.com. When you create your character, you get you get your uh, given three um, ways of which that you can uniquely identify yourself, and one is. Of course, your handle, your username, your gamer tag, what have you. Yep. Uh, the other, of course, is the class that you choose. And yep. you can be a warrior. You can be a rogue. You can be a mage. Uh, one of the, the three great uh, classes of epic fantasy games. And the other, of course, is gender. We'd be bankrupt gender. if you didn't have it. We didn't have that stuff. Yeah, true, true. But the other one is uh, is Gender. 
Yep. And um, it was funny because this whole conversation spawned with me going to frame the question to John. And I realized that the way I framed it was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't frame it that way in case it's not this thing. And I'm just like a, a dumbass, basically. And I'm going to go ahead and put the question out there the way that I originally framed it, just because like, I think that my question, the way it was, was like almost exactly sort of, I don't know, John handled it really well. But anyway, my small town little brain, as soon as you click on gender, of course, you're not presented with one, two, or hey, you know, you're a liberal person, maybe uh, three options. No, you're presented with a few dozen options right. and many of which were um words that i didn't even recognize and of course like in a game right. like new like this, yeah right yeah that was one that i googled yeah um absolutely and i was going to select but then i thought you know what i'll go with the serious option and just went with sysmail um right but uh but anyway um yeah so there's lots of different options and i asked john i said so like what what's up with all these things? Is it like some sort of like in-game joke or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one of the things that's interesting is when you would play a BBS game back in the 90s, you'd be presented with a very binary choice for gender, right? Male, female. And a lot of the times it would come with really unfortunate sexist jokes because we were all so hilarious in the 90s about gender. <laughs> <laughs> um this is and uh, and I thought I was super hilarious as a sexist '90s high schooler who was uh, did not understand anything, right? Um, but I wanted to fix that because I think about gender so differently now. Um, and for me, like I think that when we design a game and we're doing anything that we're creating, for me, it needs to reflect something I want to see in the world or something I want to talk about in some way. Like, it can't just be frivolity for me. Like, this game's a lot of frivolity. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you kill stuff in the forest, like like evil knotted bread. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty fr- frivolity. But it's fun. It's fun, right? But I also want to say, like, maybe the thing, the art that we create or whatever can, like, help, you know, move forward in a way, in society, in a way that we really want. And so, um... One of the things that I came across in my development journey was a um, list of genders by Satsuki uh, TV. You can go to uh, thewhitewyvern.com. You can look in credits. Um, she's listed there. Um, someone in the community posted a list of all the genders. And when I first saw that, I was like, it kind of reacted a little bit like you, read. I was like, oh, wow, like this is this is a lot. Uh, and I didn't know what most of these, like a lot of these were. I'd never heard of them. And I sort of tucked it under my hat because I thought it was really unique. And I was like, well, there's something here. But then I'm like, there's something really useful here. Yet I don't see this anywhere, right? You, you think about like tech being so liberal maybe, but it's not in some ways because you, you see like apps designed now that don't really note any of this stuff, right? They don't note gender identity, right? Which is a big deal, I think. Um, or they don't seem to, you know, like have people be able to identify in that way. So in, um, in Tale of the White Wyvern, you can identify in a couple ways. Like you said, you've got your, you've got your title, you've got your, your username, you've got your gender and you've got your class. And we can call that your designation. If you go to someone's profile page, that's what is listed there. It's part of their in-game and how they identify in the game. Um, you can customize 
uh, all aspects of that. And I think that um, I wanted to make sure that that was in the game and something that was something that I could sort of put out there as a, as a stamp to say, no, if you want to be a trans man, you can. If you want to be a cis man, you can. If you want to be a neutroisis, you can. If you want to be femme, you can. If you just want to be male, you can. So, um, and this isn't a list that I made. This is from someone in the community who's a who's a trans woman. So I think that it's 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 something that we could incorporate and we incorporate, you know, it's the it's MIT licensed and I recommend you guys check it out if if you're interested uh in, in doing that. So when and, and we even didn't get that totally right when we launched it either because one of the things that happened when we launched it was you choose your gender when you create the game. And then when you kill the wyvern, you essentially are born again, at, born again in the game as a level one. And then at that point, when you kill the wyvern, you can pick a new class and a new gender. And I figured, oh, okay, you know, that makes sense. Like you're being reborn and that kind of thing. You can identify how you want the next time a little bit differently. You keep your username, but everything, you know, but you can choose a class and gender. But Travis has, is having a friend right now who's transitioning. And he noted that you, you you can't wait until you kill the wyvern to identify how you want in a game. You need to identify when it's time for you. So that's a change that we made after we launched, which, you know, to help people, you know, who are transitioning that want or want to identify in a different way. Because I think that I've got guy friends and they wear makeup and stuff and I don't they don't identify in the traditionally masculine way and some of them in the game identify as femme right awesome that's cool I actually made the game for them in that way actually because I knew because I've talked to them about it like um, we've talked about their gender identity right because we're friends I've been friends with them for like I don't know like since high school and I'm like how do you look at gender I mean how do you look at masculinity right so I made that for them you know what I mean? I I made that selection. I made that, you know, aspect of the game for, you know, my, you know, some of my friends who have kids that transitioned. You know what I mean? Um, and and it's interesting, too, because even though, I mean, I I I am a heavy 90s kid that was sexist. I, I remember, you know, because we all were, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's, not in, it's not high school, you know, in the 90s. You're going to be a whole lot of things, right? I was very religious and also very homophobic. I've, I've made quite a journey here. But I but I think that like when I was, I was a nerd too, first and foremost, you know, and one of the things I remember is going to the magic shop, you know, the nerd store. And there were, um, there were, um, I mean, this, I, I mean this in the most sincerely cool way, but there were dudes in dresses and I didn't, and that was just what you did at the magic shop. Like I didn't, think that was a problem even though i was raised to think that was a problem right because the church raises you to think that's a problem um society in the 90s raises you to think that's a problem but i was just like okay well that's cool man we're all nerds playing magic this is all fine you know what i mean so even though like that's what like those structures were telling me there was this nerd aspect for me where i was like more accepting of that just because that's like what you did at the magic shop, you don't come down on someone for that. You're just happy that someone wants to play magic or Warhammer with you, you know what I mean? Or talk comic books. At least that's how I felt like in the 90s. I felt like those places were like holy grounds. You don't fuck with anyone because we all get fucked with, you know what I mean, in the 90s. I mean, nerd culture at the time like was not taking like no one wore a Captain America shirt to fucking high school and didn't get wrecked. You know what I mean? Like no one did that, right? So, um, yeah, so I tried to make 
So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess like, I, I don't really know what the point of that was exactly, but the game is made for people that want to identify in a way and, and maybe experiment, you know, maybe your uh you consider yourself like a fairly traditionally you think about your sex you know your gender orientation fairly traditionally but you want to experiment well you can in the game like i have a gay dude friend who's uh who identifies as a cis female in the game because that's how they want to play the game so um and he views his gender and his you know and, and how he views himself in a very like is very feminine so i think that works for him so you know, I, that's kind of how I was thinking about it. And I think that, you know, when you look at it, like uh, even like, I was, you know, a, a young person that I was hanging out with was trying it and they're like, oh, these genders, that's really fun. That's really cool. And it seems kind of funny because you're not, you're not, you're not given a choice in this way, right? You're just given a very binary choice. And so I think it can seem kind of funny, but I think it's totally makes sense within the game. Now you look at it in the game and I don't think it's strange or anything. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and I'm glad I have it in there because I think it's something that I want to see um, explored more in society, which is how we identify um, and experimenting with identity. You know, uh, maybe it gets you to think about that in that way. I mean, I don't know if it's if I have anything that's as lofty as that. Like, you know, Tale of the White Wyvern made me think about my gender identity. Like, <laughs> probably not. But I like being a part of the discussion. And, and I figured that this is a thing that I like could be super ham-fisted and seem really stupid or be kind of be kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. And hopefully it's on the neat end and not ham-fisted and stupid. I was really scared about this feature specifically because I'd never done anything like that, right? Well, if you take a chance and do something like that, you could be seen as really stupid or getting it wrong. Yeah. Um, I hope that's not how people take it. I really hope. I hope it's sincerely something that um, helps the conversation. So unless... Well, you're like, unless you hate gender identity that's not binary, then I guess I don't care what you think. But yeah. <laughs> right. this is just, uh, you know, my two cents. And I, you know, I feel like I've played enough games that maybe I can, I can weigh in on this. Uh, personally, I like the way that you handled it. And like I said, like my first instinct is that, like, it's not that I thought it was a joke, but I was like, wait, is this a joke? Like, you know, I wonder, like, is something getting pulled over me? But it's so subtle and you offer no other directions or instructions or uh, you know there's no magical text that appears when you hover your mouse over it or whatever it's just it's just there and i think that, that was like a really great way to do it and it's led to this conversation even if it wasn't on the podcast like that was a a really great conversation that you and i had before yeah and uh and i really liked that i really liked the way that it was presented in the game and even if for no other reason than like it didn't shove anything in my face it and and, and then some of the words like like we said before it like piqued my curiosity to the point where right. I, I was like googling things yeah. and so like now i'm even slightly more uh aware of uh, of things like this you know i'm a small town white boy like yeah. you know i, yeah, I, I mean, consider myself like fairly <laughs> fairly right. progressive but like right. <laughs> You know, I don't think anybody would be shocked to learn that, like, maybe a third of the words on that list, I need to Google. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Um, I like the way that you handled it. I don't think you have to worry about it. If anybody thinks it's ham-fisted, it's just because, wah, wah, cry, cry. And, um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it. you know, the whole understanding gender um, for me um, has, been a, has been a journey because it, – it, 
I I kind of, you know, I I wasn't raised with much more than a binary understanding that comes from it comes from the BIBLE, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so again, from the 90s, extremely homophobic. I mean, you go back and you watch Friends and oh my god, it's a problem. Yeah. Right? It's sexist. We've been going through Friends and um, and yeah. and it's funny how many homophobic jokes <sighs> like just don't hold up like you know like right. yeah it's like we get it and if you want to be forgiving it's like okay haha sure they but, got the case of the not gay so bad it's like gotcha you guys are so straight eye roll right yeah, it was, dude i know I, I know i was just watching the one where where joey is like teaching chandler his like move you know when he's with rachel or whatever and he's like right. no like first you do this and you glide your hand up her thigh he's like no no, no chandler like this and he goes and does it to chandler and then they like right. look at each other and he's like, more foosball, more beer. Right. And they have the case that not gays, right? Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. So that, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like really happy that I was, you know, able to find friends that could help figure that out, you know, where we could like, where I could like be friends with them that didn't have this sort of binary identity and I could, you know, sort of grow, you know, I think that's the best way for people to grow. It's like, um, get friends that aren't like you and you can grow. <laughs> that helps <laughs> and get situations you're not comfortable with that you could grow like that's yeah. how that's how evolution happens i think but like um, but that might be hard for people that come from small white towns yeah it was hard <laughs> it was hard for me it was hard it was hard at 30 right because i'm like 38 now it was hard at 30 being like what is transgender i don't understand that because i didn't understand what it was eight years ago i did not know what it was you know and then my wife, she's a counselor and she's like, you know, she like is, you know, she's as part of her program at the time, she went to go um, donate her time and work with transgender, you know, youth that are transitioning. Right. So I learned a whole lot about it, but I felt like a fucking idiot. And my first thought as a white guy who feels like an idiot is to be like, well, this is stupid. They're the problem. <laughs> right. Because because. At the time, I was like, I'm 30. I should understand the world. This is something I didn't understand. So I felt stupid about it. So I wanted to fight yeah. back. That's not the time to fight back, actually. A lot of people do that. They think, oh, I actually didn't know this. Maybe I'm a little embarrassed or whatever. This isn't the world I understood. I'm. This is clearly wrong. That was my first reaction. That was the wrong way to do it. But I realized that But I was just pushing back because I felt stupid. And I felt, you know, but that's just part of life. We we learn, we grow, we feel stupid, we improve and that kind of thing. And I think that some, I think the difference is people that continue to dig in to, no, I, I'm not stupid. It's you that's stupid. You know? Yep. Yeah. Out outdated ideologies. And exactly. Climate change denial. <laughs> exactly. I can't, right. I can't be the problem because I'm not a problem. Right. You're just yeah. wrong, right? And and I get where that comes from, but we can't pack it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got to keep doing it. Like, so I'm, you know, I, I I've, you know, it, it's not like I, I don't know. I, and like I say, uh, like where I am understanding gender identity, and I'm still not even perfect. Like I went to RailsConf this year, and I went to a talk on, you know, it was like uh, I believe the talk was something like queer eye for the cis guy or something. I can't remember because you know in tech it's a bunch of white dudes, right? Very cis white dudes, right? And it was a talk by someone in the community um, who doesn't identify as cis, and they were talking about how we can help in the community, and it was a great talk, um, and I learned a lot. So um, from them, because I I want to know, I want to learn more. So I think that you know if we have opportunities to grow, we should. Um, and it's really good, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well said. Yeah. No, I think I think what you're doing is awesome. And any like visibility you can add to it to get people thinking about it is a good thing. So Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah, just being subtle about it and not like forcing an agenda down someone's throat or whatever, I think is good. So the only agenda I'm trying to force is that you can you can be who you want to be and tell the white wyvern and that's okay. You know what I mean? Yep. And that these ways to identify aren't wrong in the game. That's it. You know what I mean? And if someone doesn't like that agenda, um, just don't play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, please don't attack me and my friends. That's not anything we want. Um, just play another game where you can just be the same muscle dude if that's what you want. I'm fine with that. That's not what I wanted to do here. So cool. <laughs> but I guess that's the only one. Um, and yeah, I didn't have a tooltip over what these genders were because I want people to figure it out because that's part of the journey, you know? Right. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> well, man. Is it time to to lay down that fat link that'll give some GDQ Yo. some some Yo, swag? You guys, you guys hear that? You guys hear that? That's the wheels of the swag wagon coming around the block, <laughs> pulling up in front of the house. Absolutely. So uh, I'll explain <laughs> this. So if you go to tailthewhitewyvern.com slash redeem. Um, you're going to be given a text area and you type in game devs quest in there, all lowercase and you hit enter and you're going to get a special game dev quester in game title that you can identify with and select in tail of the white wyvern. Just make sure that you have your tail of the white wyvern account created first. And then you go to thewhitewyvern.com slash redeem and type Game Devs Quest in there, all lowercase, and hit enter. Or um, Taylor and Rhett are going to put the link in the show notes that you can just clickety-clack and make sure you hit it on when you are logged into your account. And you can get your sweet Game Dev Quester title because aren't you all questing to be Game Dev? That's right. Yeah. And, Boom. and here's the deal. What, you, what we got to do is we got to band together. This is the first like horde or guild or whatever we go target the other people in there and kill them all but don't kill each other alliance yeah Yeah. i like that oh my god (laughs) y'all heard him it's cool sweet guys so yeah absolutely this is a way that uh, you can hop in and be like hey I heard y'all, y'all on that gdq podcast you're coming out my old inner tube radios and uh, and not only that, it's a way to gain friends who want to kill complete strangers for <laughs> internet points. It's so so true. let's make it happen. Um, make sure you target all of the lowest level people, just to get those uh, you know kill counters on your on your stats, and uh, we'll we'll make it happen. Yeah, I killed some one XPers while we were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> while we were podcasting, I die fighting in the forest. <laughs> It's like while John's talking, Rhett and I are just over here playing his game. That's great. I'm really happy that you did that. That if you're gonna if you're gonna see because I this is this is like a mantra I had in my mind. Like if you can't if you can't play this game while you're on the shitter, we failed. And if you can't if if you and if you don't wanna play this game when work bores you, we failed, right? So like it needs Dude. to it needs to hit people at that level, you know. So many 
uh, games should game devs should just take that advice to heart. If you can't play this on the shitter, then we failed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was like one of my biggest things. I'm like, it because it it's that kind of game, and it should yeah. be that accessible. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Guys, we'll Sweet. click on that link, follow there, get your official game dev quester uh, tag for Tale of the White Wyvern, um, and uh, and hopefully you enjoy the game as much as we do. Absolutely. I think, unless you all have anything else to add. Eh? Go to nope. cheerfulghost.com. Yeah. Go to cheerfulghost.com, set up your account. I'm sure you can follow links from cheerfulghost.com to Tale of the White Wyvern if you want. Otherwise, it is at thewhitewyvern.com. And then for all the rest of the links and things that you've all grown accustomed to hearing at the end of this, you can go ahead and go to your clickety-clacks and click-clack in uh, gamedevsquest.com. I was like, what is this place called? Uh, (laughs) Gamedevsquest.com. Dot com. Find all the links to the Twitter sphere, to the Discord that John is now part of. Um, what? What? And uh, and all those other things, and just to see what's up. Maybe you can press F five a few times and uh, and and cycle through, uh, see what awesome podcast episode uh, is highlighted in our sweet random podcast picker. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that was a stupid thing to say. I don't know why I said it, but anyway, it's all there on <laughs> GameDevsQuest.com. Don't forget, cheerfulghost.com and thewhitewyvern.com. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Have a good music. week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>